Taste of Country Nights with Evan Paul On Demand, episode 56 with Russell Dickerson. Did you cry uh, at your wedding? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a crier, dude. Same, I'll, same. I'll cry at a friggin' Sprint commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I cry when somebody wins on Jeopardy, dude. I'm like, dude, you just won. We had a lot of fun talking about Russell Dickerson. We talked about his new album coming out, uh, the biggest prank he's ever pulled, what he requires backstage at a show. A lot of good stuff in here. Thank you so much for listening to Taste of Country Nights with Evan Paul On Demand, episode 56. Go ahead and give us a like, a subscribe, all that stuff. It helps us out. Taste of Country Nights here. We're here with the man, Russell Dickerson. What's happening, dude? What's up? I love talking to you, man. It's always a good time, man. Oh, thanks, bro. Same uh, to you. Hey, thanks, man. Congrats on the uh, album news yeah. uh, coming out. What yeah. made you decide to self-title this one? Dude, man. Dude, man, bro. Dude. <laughs> that would have been a good title. Dude, <laughs> dude, man, bro stuff. I don't know. It's just like I wanted to name it so many things. And then, like, there's 15 songs on it. So I was just like, dude, this is like a... And my manager actually threw out the ideas. Like, should we just, I think we should self-title this. And just because, like, it's my third album, like, I've kind of figured out the vibe, my vibe, my sound, my everything. And it's like, here I am, bro. It's not, it's not like one to just, oh, this is a cool album. It's like, no, this is the self-titled. Like, I'm betting everything on this album. I'm putting everything I have into it. I already have. And we'll continue to. And it's just like. I don't know. It just feels like this, like flag in the ground. Yeah, like third album, Russell Dickerson. Here it is. I mean, I had an idea, but it sounds like you're already set on. It's already printed and everything. But oh yeah, what R D three? Yeah, instead of R G three, like R D three, R D three, R D three P O. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, blame it on being young. One of the songs on the album. Uh, run me through Russell Dickerson in prank mode as a teenager. Dude. Give me the worst. It, oh, man. There. Sheesh. I mean, how graphic do you want to get? <laughs> Let's go PG-13. Okay. All right. So we're, this is like January, like dead of winter, and it's it's below freezing outside. So, um these girls were on like this field trip and they parked at the school. And so we went in and we took one layer of, of toilet paper, wrapped their car, wrapped their car, poured water on that, that froze, pour wrapped another layer of toilet paper, poured water on that and just left it. So it was sitting there for like three days, just deep freezing. And, and like when they got back, like she was so pissed. But it was like it was like this cute girl that we, you know, wanted to mess with just to, you know, let her know we like her. She was she really got the message too. She was like, yeah, Wow, sure. I feel so loved. <laughs> but no, we showed back up to help her get into her car and clean it up. That's cool. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Look yeah. at you circling. I know, back, dude. I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, a prankly gentleman. It is a prankly gentleman yeah. right there. Um you co-wrote every song on the album. Are there any that were so personal that you almost didn't include them? No. That would be I would if if they were more personal, I would want to, you know? Like I want I want to get real. I want to be raw. I want to you know, just like your mama, like with becoming a dad and I still cry every time I hear that song. And then at the end, at the very end of the album, the outro is like a reprise of that song. It's just my little man, just 
mama, dada, goo goo gaga, you yeah, know, and he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. dude, it's like, it's like the perfect way to me to end the album. And did you cry uh, at your wedding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a crier, dude. Same, I'll, same. I'll cry at a friggin' Sprint commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I cry when somebody wins on Jeopardy, dude. I'm like, dude, you just won. That's cool, man. Uh, and then Alex Trebek. That's a whole another layer, uh, yeah. you know. So, I mean, real talk. I, I, I don't watch Jeopardy anymore. Once mm-hmm. Alex died, Jeopardy died to yeah, me, man. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm stiff on that. Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's just life. Um, <laughs> what's your wife's favorite song? Ooh, maybe probably blame it on being young. I think that or, or just like your mama. I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't think she cares. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about, what about she likes it? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Jammer. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I like, I've been, we've had that song for a while now and. I mean, it's obviously on the album, mm. but I, all my focus has been, because that's been done, it's been out, and I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's on the album. Forgot. What do you think about that song makes it work so well? I think the simplicity of it. Simplicity of the lyrics, simplicity of the the uh, recording. You know, it's like a, a, ba- a bass, guitar, vocals, a couple of dings and snaps, whatever. Like, it's super minimal. So how, well, how do you, when you make a minimal song like that, mm-hmm. how do you, it seems like it would be harder. Like, how do you not want to go in there and go, it needs more. It needs more. Yeah. I think just from the, since we started writing it, like Josh Kerr, who we wrote it with me, Jake and Josh, like he just started playing this guitar riff and I was like, oh dude, that's the chorus melody. Like this, this song is half written by the time we just like, he was like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, that's sick. Put that down. Okay. And then we just kept jamming on that. And I, as we got into the song, you just can kind of tell like if it's too much, like it's just going to take away from this, like the mess. Like I said, the message is simple. So the instrumentation needs to be simple. The track, like it's just, it's the fresh, it's a fresh sound on radio. You know, I feel like that's why it's just blown up. Is there anything in the song that your wife actually doesn't like? Like, does she like it for real when you pour tequila because she knows it's about to be a good night? Or sometimes <laughs> she like, oh man. Oh yeah, no, we had we had a little tequila last night. Okay. She had she had a tennis match. Yeah. And then they made margaritas after. That's and I was nice. like, well, if you're having one, I'm gonna have one. Then and then it's just like ends up being great. Well, what about uh, the flowers from the grocery store? My oh, wife yeah, hates yeah. that. She hates it because flowers die. So it's oh. like, why are you bringing me something that's going to die? Wow. It's messed that's up. A, that's a way to look at it. <laughs> my, no, my wife loves that, dude. She's like, oh, you were thinking of me. So mm. what if you come back from the grocery store without flowers? That's fine. Okay. As long as I do it every, you know, every month or every couple months or so, whatever. I love that you name check John Denver. I yeah. feel like that needs to be done. Had to shout it out. Yeah. What's your uh, fam- favorite John Denver song or what made you Ooh, throw it? Aspen Glow, okay. Rocky Mountain High, Annie Song. Jet Plane. Jet, Jet Plane. Jet Plane. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like we wrote the song. My studio's just down from the house. We came back up with Josh and Jake 
And she was blasting John Denver while she was like cooking dinner. Wow. And I was like, I told you, boys. Wow. I told you. Wow. So, yeah, it's just like real life stuff like that, man, for real. That's legit. And how did you land on she likes it when I, hmm, was there actually something else there? <laughs> I, I call it like the anti hook, you know, because it's like usually you rhyme like she likes it when I, so then you would try to rhyme something with she likes it when I, Blah, blah, and I, or like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, dude, let's just do like an anti hook. And it worked, I guess, you know, it's yeah. like, instead of coming up with some super clever line, yeah, let's just leave it ambiguous and like, leave it up to the imagination. Like whatever mm, mm, mm is for me is different than for you. I mean, it right. could mean a lot of things. Yeah. It's like uh Murphy Lee, what the hook going to be? What the Back hook going to be? Yeah, I got you, man. I don't need no hook on this beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know about that. <laughs> All one. I need is a track in the background. My headphones back. Give a go around and I'm going to rip it. What the hook? Yeah. So good. <laughs> um, let's see. You're friends long time with Florida Georgia Line. Mm. I hear some Florida Georgia Line influence a little bit on this okay. album. Sure. Uh, am I wrong? Uh, um, I mean... I mean, you hear what you hear, dude. To what degree do they influence anything? I mean, I'm a huge FGL fan and have been. I mean, we're, we've been buddies since college and mm. we've we've written a lot together and we've, we dude, we wrote tons of songs back in the day. And so I feel like we've just all kind of come up in the same vein, you know? I mean, they're, they're a little more like heavy rock party vibe at first, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've always just kind of had a similar vein of, life looking at life writing songs and all that yeah how'd you take it like um was it like when mom and dad broke up like how'd you take it when the when the when they broke up oh uh it's that's more like a brotherly a brotherly thing you know it's just like but i mean they're both my brothers like and they just needed to i guess they needed to do their own thing whatever whatever it is um, when you put out an album, is it important for you to have like a theme or like a thread throughout the whole album, or are you doing one song at a time to stand alone on its own? I think it's kind of, I kind of just let the process take over. Like, you know, we, I wrote most of these songs in 2021 and I just feel like whatever mindset I'm in, like, I don't get too deep and trying to like, Oh, like, what am I feeling? This year, like, what is the theme of my life? Right okay, now? like, I'm just like, no, whatever, whatever that theme is, is gonna come out in a song, you know, whatever. And uh, so it's like just letting that process happen and taking a look at these 15 songs, and then it's like, all right, this is my so starting with blaming on being young, starting at 16 years old, and then ending where I am now, having a two year old, kid, you yeah. know, yeah. And so it's like, all right, everything in between, how do I? How do I place these in a way that tells a story over the last year of songs that I've written? But also from 16 to now, like I got to tell that story too. And so it's me. I, I nerd out on like album track listing <laughs> yeah. and like people are probably just going to shuffle this thing and that's fine. Cause you know, pick a song. Like it's, it's dope. Like yeah. I promise. But if you start at the top and end, it's just like this journey and it's. So with that being said, let's say you, you go to like a house party you know, you roll up. No one knows like you're Russell Dickerson. Mm-hmm. You roll up. Someone's got the CD playing. Yeah. You know, and they're playing it in shuffle. Uh-huh. Are you pissed? No, 
I'm just stoked they're listening. Okay. Any, anybody who's listening, dude, I'm just I'm just glad you're listening. Come to a show. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, uh, you are from the same town as uh, WWE legend Coco Beware. What? Do you know who that is? No. Who's the dude back in the day that used to like ha- keep a bird on his shoulder in the WWE? Um, he's from Union City. Yeah, he's from Union City, Tennessee. Wow. Or is your name Coco or Beware. his name? Is anyone's name up on a sign or who should be up on the sign? Well, dude, ours is both about to be. <laughs> We need to make a joint donation to the high school gymnasium. <laughs> Coco beware. <laughs> Coco and RD. Yeah, That's amazing. Um, what's a nickname only your family can call you? Rura. Give me the detail. So my cousin, she was, I was like in eighth grade when she was born. So when she was born, it was like, she started just giving everybody like the baby names, you know, like Ro Ro Mimi, Ah Ah Kiki, <laughs> like it's all these yeah. like Kiki, but like yeah, it just it just happened like that, and that's that's what my family calls me. Nobody else calls me that. I love it. What's on your uh, backstage rider list on this go round coming up? Mm, little uh, dude, salt and vinegar chips. I can't stop. I'm addicted. There's that one brand. That's what the kettle. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's it. kettle. Yep, kettle on the that crunch. Navy yeah. blue. That navy blue matte packaging, dude. Yeah. Salt and vinegar. Like, that's, if I had that and, like, a bottle of tequila, that's all I need for the rest <laughs> of my life. That's all I need before a show. I got a couple more here. Uh, what's the most extravagant thing you've splurged on since having some success in your career? Ooh. Probably these sunglasses, dude. Let me see. Let, what a little Tom Ford piece. Ooh. Hold them up. That's there. one of those. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those uh I mean, I don't know. I bought myself a uh 1978 Blazer. Whoa. Yeah. When okay. yours went number when my first song went number one, that was like my present to myself. Nice. Yeah. Was it already like fixed up? Dude, it's fire. It's it's mostly original. You still have it? Clean. Oh yeah. Dude, that's my baby. I just keep the top off, keep it in the garage, and like bust it out probably like on a beautiful day like today. Go drive her around. It's sick, dude. Got some fat tires on it. Yeah. It's nice. What do you listen to when you're cruising? Nothing. The radio's busted. (laughs) Yeah. There's like one little, like that's one of the upgrades that they tried to do. It's like a speaker like that big. Yeah. And then everything else is like, the wires probably fell out or something. It's, it's the passenger door speaker, and it just sounds like trash. But it's kind of the character of the truck, right, you know? Right, right. It's, it's dope. Well, dude, thanks for coming by, man. Absolutely, we're, we're excited. Man. Uh, I'm, I'm so pumped your song's doing good. You got yeah. the album coming out. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening to Taste of Country Nights On Demand, available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Give us a like, a subscribe, a rating. It all helps out. Taste of Country Nights On Demand is part of the Town Square Media Podcast Network.